2: Good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCVQ and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahadi and George Allman. Ken ask the weekend off. What are you looking at me like well, that for? You could
3: have continued that way. It, it doesn't matter the order, does it? If you, well, it you does ca- in my mind. Oh, okay, gotcha. I Good have morning. a certain
2: <laughs> pattern that was broken, so I might as well Disrupted. continue it. Huh? Okay, all right. Thank you. Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
2: I, I was, was doing good all. Until I, I was doing all right doing well. until you called me out on the air. Mark was very kind considerate, and considerate. He was not I paying apologized. attention, so yeah. he didn't. Oh, didn't, he wasn't paying attention, yeah, so you probably, just called right. him out on probably the air.
4: Probably not. Yeah. No, I was paying attention.
2: Okay. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the last live Garden Talk show of 2022.
3: Wow, which means 2023 is just around the corner.
2: It kind of does mean oh. that. Oh,
3: goodness,
4: time is flying by.
2: That well, means we're old, right?
3: Well, mm-hmm. I, I will be. Yes, I, I'm adding a another trip around the sun in January. So,
2: so is the Earth.
3: Well, the Earth will too. But my anniversary of it is in January. Okay. Uh,
2: it is a lot
3: of a lot of revolution around the sun. Yes.
2: Is it revolutionary? I mean,
3: no, it, it's revolutionary.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Um, we had a nice rainstorm last week.
4: We had a wonderful rainstorm. Yeah. How much? How much rain did you get out of that, Dave?
2: I'd have to have a oh, okay. device. I'm guessing between an inch and an inch and a half.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. And it, was, it was, it
3: was pretty steady. Rain. It was no no real big big downpour that lasted for a long time, so it didn't run off as much. Yeah,
2: I didn't notice any of my neighbor's horse corral in my right. yard, right. and uh, the neighbors at the bottom of the street, they drained their pool this last week, and it was not filled. So that means... We did not have that runoff of the excessive quick rain.
3: Right. Right. Which is much better. It is. So it soaks in. Did you, I, did you do any feeding prior?
2: No, but I did think about it. Does that count?
3: <laughs> it counts in many ways. Yeah.
2: Um, I, did, I did not. I just enjoyed it. And now we're supposed to have a... That Actually, that was... I'm going to go back a second. That was the first test of my father's new roof.
3: So yeah. how, and guess did that, what? how did that test go? <laughs> yeah, it didn't end well, I suppose.
2: Um, I'm assuming w- water is not supposed to come dripping through a new roof. No. I- I'm just guessing that. That's, that's the way I would look at it. I didn't read all the contract to see what it specified. Right. If you specified, didn't read the contract,
3: it might be in there.
2: It could yeah. be in there that yeah. we're supposed to have that. But when I was there, it was all fine. I went to inspect the, the roof, and 90% of it was good. But the flat roof... It wasn't so much, and while I was there, I started hearing a tick, tick, tick over the bookcase. That's one bowl out. Everything was <laughs> fine, and then ten minutes later, tick, tick, tick uh, down the middle of his bed. Another bowl out. Had that all taken care of? Texted video to the roofer, and then uh, later and that was a day, new,
3: this was a new
2: roof. Brand? Well, I mean, a repair, they redid yeah, it. Yeah, redid the entire roof, yeah. and uh, and then. <laughs> Couple hours later, I got a call that there were six or eight buckets now in the bedroom.
3: So ideally, you'd want to have less than one, I would assume.
2: I think so. <laughs> I think so. But now they're going to replace. They're going to. Re- they tried patching it, and then Tuesday it was still leaking. So they're going to temporary patch. Right. Okay. But now they're going to replace it, and we're going to have the the reason for that story. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Is we're supposed to have a a, a clear dry week. Uh, the, um, and maybe two now through Christmas. We're not expecting any rain, so the yeah. The
3: last thing the, I saw was a, a like seventy three on Christmas Eve, seventy four on Christmas Eve. You oh, know, really? I yeah,
2: uh, I'm kind of enjoying this. We had a couple of we I had a couple of patchy frosty mornings this last week, but not everywhere on the property. Just little bits here and there. But it's been very nice. I, I,
3: A little this, cool once the sun dips. I mean, it's, right. well, I might say cold for me, but, but it has been gorgeous. The last I know couple of days is, have been
2: great. I know it's only autumn.
3: <laughs> well, it so is, so I
2: is. can't say it's winter. It's supposed to be cold. But we're having really nice autumn weather. I think we're getting good fruit tree chill. Well, I think so, And too. Yeah. isn't something approaching very rapidly? Winter.
3: Winter to speak. Yes. Nice segue. So winter's approaching
2: when does it arrive
3: the 21st we're almost there so four days from now is winter which is the the winter solstice and the shortest day of the year
2: and how sh- well, how short <laughs> is it how short is it?
3: it you know i don't know how short wait it is, a minute but, but i will tell you this let's the, go to the the, sh- the the day after yes on sir. the 22nd we gain a full second of daylight as we start the sun starts making it one journey, whole second one whole second on the 22nd
2: oh but that's going to be neat you're going to notice see.
3: it you're going to go out there and go by it seems it seems brighter later in the evening here so this is good Do your you, drive home will be so much better
2: you know i didn't tell you exactly <laughs> how i was going to ask the question but how much shorter is the shortest day
3: well i will tell you the shortest day on the 17th we are going to have day length of nine hours and 59 minutes
2: on the 17th
3: on the seven i'm sorry that's today right so that's today so then we go to the I, I did say that incorrectly when we get to the 21st it'll be nine hours 58 minutes and 35 seconds
2: that's not very many it's not but it is i'd shortest. rather really rather have comparison to the longest day of the year but that's going to require
3: i'm not going to look
2: you can't math in your head can well, you Well,
3: you've got to look i don't Okay.
2: Yeah. Anyway, suffice it to say the shortest day is on the horizon. If your days are darker, they're going to lighten soon.
3: On the 22nd. Yep. On the 22nd. Just
2: around the corner here. <laughs> By but one I would second. argue you
3: probably won't notice it. All, oh, you know, that 1 second.
2: But you know that is my cat- catalyst. I'm not my catalyst. That's my impetus for beginning the rose pruning season. season. Okay. I want That's I fair. want the days to be getting longer.
3: I actually do not like the the, the short days. And as, as we get closer to this day coming up on the 21st, I, I I just dislike it. And I'm so excited for the 22nd. Despite it only being one second, I always feel it's, better as we start. Moving the moving forward. Yeah. yeah. That's like my New Year's party, The 21st? But the 22nd. Like, okay, now but, the days are longer. This is uh, awesome.
2: What time? Does winter arrive on the 21st? Do you have that in your little magical computer?
3: I don't have it ready, but I can have it for you as we're continuing the day, because okay. I didn't check that. What time What time the actual solstice begins? Yes, yeah. is it
2: morning, noon, or nighty-night-night?
3: Nighty-night-night. Night.
2: I um really miss, it is this time of the year that it helps me to miss my afternoons after work when it's sunny yeah. for an extra couple of hours, but it's okay for yeah. a few days or weeks how long does the winter last typically
3: here or in astronomically it t- until the, till March when we get the equinox okay right. so the, it'll 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 occur winter officially occurs in southern California on the twenty first of December at one forty eight p m oh
2: so we'll most likely be We uh, can watch it yes we can watch that'll be awesome <laughs> I mean I might be in line for the senior buffet but not on the
3: 21st you won't be you'll be at work it's a wednesday okay unless your senior buffet is in the back room somewhere
2: mark and i were talking on the way in about how nice it is sometimes to go to sleep early (laughs) (laughs) so true especially when you get up early for radio you know on and when you're older when you've
3: made several trips around the sun (laughs) it's nice to, to take a nap once in a while
2: uh, do we have any classes coming up, Jorge? In fact,
3: no, we do not. We in do not have any classes until January. You faked I, me
2: out. I thought when you said, in fact, you were going to have something no, for me. No,
3: we do when, not. When Nothing. In January? The, first, it, uh, the 7th of January begins classes at both stores. most of the, uh, pruning
4: classes inside? You know, I'm
3: not sure what San Diego's okay. doing yet, but uh, Poway's going to have two fruit tree classes in a row, the, okay. the 7th and the 14th. Uh, first one's on bare Root, and the other's on Winter Fruit Tree Care on the 14th. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. And then we're going to have a... And also ran class on rose pruning. There's rose care or something, right?
3: Uh, and also ran yes on the 21st, I believe. You couldn't
2: get the first team, so you had to pull back the <laughs> probably, second team. Not
3: even no no, not, it was a JV team that we had to. Uh. Yeah.
2: George asked me to keep a day open on the calendar just in case he couldn't find anybody decent, I you. and uh, he couldn't find anybody decent. So, so you guys are in. We're so, back. On yeah, the calendar. we're back on the calendar. Um. I think, since we don't have classes to, to report, that you should report the light shows. The lightscape at well, the San Diego Botanic Garden? That would be a good that's one. That's
3: a good one. It's still running. It's It started back in November, and it runs through January 8th. And I have not looked to see what the uh, availability is, but the last time I looked, it was booked pretty far out. So if you're interested in going, I would encourage you to jump online and get tickets. And that's at uh, San Diego Botanical Garden, SB sdbg.org There we go.
2: You want to spell that one more time?
3: S D for San Diego B G Botanic Garden .org
2: Thank you. All that right, was very well done. I apologize for questioning your spelling prowess previously. <laughs> um,
3: I did start incorrectly. I corrected myself.
2: How about the zoo? I don't have it. No. We'll just say they have pretty lights, they have pretty lights have there.
3: They have pretty lights. They have a show uh, also as well. Two. two and I haven't looked that one up for you because I didn't know we were going to talk about the zoo.
2: Well, since we don't have classes, you should have. I should have read your
3: ah, I plan on going. We plan on going. When,
2: when do you plan on going? This might help us back into when it is. <laughs> soon,
3: soon, <laughs> soon, soon. We'll find that out.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, no other lights. No other pretties.
3: Well, we did. We did the um, Prado, right? The, the but that's yeah that was a a 2 dayer but i was gonna say that's history that is ancient history but
2: and it won't be coming back in 2022 that's this year i'm not correct so it's done but
3: that was a beautiful exhibit yes it was it was
2: a nicely decorated room and i did what i do best which was stay away from a hundred thousand people it was incredibly
3: crowded for that we uh Capri and I were ushering at the Lamb's Theater that Saturday when it was happening.
2: That's the one right I mean that's right there.
3: That, no, that's in Coronado. Oh,
2: so oh. So we were in oh, Coronado, I'm sorry. but the
3: thing is everybody that came to be ushers that day were late because of the Traffic. Prado trying to get through one sixty three coming through Balboa Park. They
4: said it was unbelievable yeah. trying to get through there. So
3: it was Well a who big would event. do that? Well, knowing that people Well they, a lot of people that weren't paying attention that there was a and I, because I know that we set up for it and listened to the news, I went down a different way and didn't have any problem.
2: Gotcha. Um, when you said that, I was picturing the youth theater. Isn't there a youth – there's a a theater right around the corner from the Prado and across the street from there the There are a couple theaters. I mean,
3: there are, besides the old Globe. No, 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 no. This like, is
2: right there. It's like Christian Youth Theater oh, no. or
3: uh, – You know, I don't know.
2: It's at the eastern edge – I don't know. Just uh, west of the big uh, Fica Street. It doesn't matter. But i that's what I was picturing. I was got thinking, it, got how it. could they do that? On the same day? That's absurd. Yes, yes, that is. Yeah.
3: But I, I think they said they were expecting uh, several hundred thousand people.
2: Just 100,000 a just night. Just 100,000 a night? Yeah. In two nights. I, uh, yeah.
3: That's a lot of I, people for such a small er- uh, you a you area. You know what you could say? You could
2: just stop right there. That's a lot of people.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: There, dead air, that's great. Well, no, no. I was
3: thinking of just the, the parking there is so difficult, and when you, you put that many people, just getting in is, is a challenge. Yeah,
2: but they had the six-year, $80 parking spaces if you wanted to pay up oh, for okay. the free so that show, wasn't bad. so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> you are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. When we get back, hopefully George will know when the zoo's pretty lights are going to be. We'll have more Garden Talk coming up in just a little bit.
1: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we are back with
2: more Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. If you have a gardening question for 2022 that should not be addressed, in 2023, the number heres three four four eleven seventy. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Alman. Ken is off this morning. Uh, got back late yesterday from a successful East Coast trip, is my understanding. And uh, we, I kind of gave you a little assignment. Homework. Homework going into the break. How did we it do? It was a
3: pop quiz, and I wasn't prepared for it. No, you but weren't. Jungle Bells at the zoo, December 9th through January 1st. And then they have the big show down at the bottom of the hill there.
2: A really, really big show? A really,
3: really big show. And if you're interested in the Safari Park, formerly the San Diego Wild Animal Park, they have wild holidays through January 1st. That one's a little different. It's only on select nights, so you have to check your calendar with them.
2: Okay. And I was going to... Wild holidays? They they bring out the wild Wild and rowdy. Is it like a motorcycle group?
3: Is that what you see on the back of a black leather jacket?
2: Yeah. Okay. Wild... No? (laughs) I don't think so. All right. we did have something very exciting happening at the nurseries yesterday.
3: Well, actually, it happened the night before.
2: Well, you said at closing, but we don't close at 3.30 or 3.45. Roughly closing the
3: night before, all of these and big all the boxes house. Not a creature up. was stirring. Not even a box of roses.
2: They showed up late.
4: How many roses do we get in? in the
3: first
2: Probably quarter? a couple of thousand per store, okay. f- per, per shipment. It's the first of two. The other shipments do to arrive. Actually it's the first of four. But the next one is supposed to arrive Monday or Tuesday of next week, but it's the larger first half of okay. what we're expecting. And so I uh Roses. The bare root roses have arrived. The bare root roses have not all been processed and put out but it's a uh, It is a process. It is a process. Not an event. Well, it's an event and a process. It's an
3: exciting event. We have a lot of folks out there who really look forward to this, um, and they're very excited. So When we posted it on Facebook, we started getting a lot of uh, hits, and people come. I had several people come in that said they came in specifically because they saw it on Facebook. Um, But that said, you said it is a process. And so we we call them bare root roses, but we actually pot them up and and put them out for sale in pots. So it takes a little bit longer than just taking them out of a box so yeah, what is Barrett that process roses, and why
2: yes. barret roses are highly perishable and Correct. back before my time at walter anderson nursery so 30 drinking. plus years ago roses used to be put into bins of sawdust at the premium nurseries and that was in a during a time when people were a little more caring and controlling and you could do such a thing right and now they'd just be thrown all over the place take a look at a shirt rack or shirt pile somewhere and think about bare root roses in the same vein. And there was a a high attrition rate because if the roots dry out, the roses don't do well. So we get them in bare root and we individually prune them and pot them into a premium fertilized potting soil so that if they don't get planted right away, they will grow out and bloom and be just fine in in those pots.
4: As long as they're watered, yes.
2: So the process has begun. I think we processed about 500 roses yesterday.
3: We had over 40 varieties in the Poway store put out yesterday.
2: Right. Well, we had almost 50, which is more than over 40. I, I think we did 47 varieties. <laughs> is that over, <laughs> to is get that, specific? Is
3: it over 40?
2: It yeah. is okay, over 40. So we had
3: over 40 varieties put out. Yeah, yesterday. but almost 50 sounds better.
2: <laughs> um, so the process, and we'll do the same thing today. At so least.
4: They're, they're not all out yet. They're
2: not all out yet. And I talked to our contemporaries at the Point Loma store, and they were processing all day yesterday, and they will be stocking those today. So they will be getting call them first. out. Yes. If you're only looking for a specific variety, Correct. call first and make sure that it's out. Uh, one of the first people to uh, ask a question on Facebook when you posted that wanted to know if the Just Joeys were out. And. At that moment, they were not. But we made we got made sure that the second box we did we had, had the Just, just Joey's and, and the did. Just Joey's are out. And that person has already come in and gotten them. Or well, yeah, somebody, I, I
3: put a note on Facebook for her that they were uh, available. They were being processed, okay. and so I, she said she was going to come in.
2: Just yeah. Joey is out. Your uh, son and I had an interesting discussion about Just Joey, and that's not his favorite rose. What is his favorite rose? Thing? I don't know, but I know just Joey, <laughs> isn't it? Because it's almost yellow. Well, no, it's apricot. Well, that's just as bad. It was an interesting discussion we had. Interesting, um, all right? But it all went well. I was happy with uh, the rose, what the we roses, got cables, done. N- the, they were nice. The roses look really good. Uh, good. The budded roses are fantastic. And most roses are grown by a grafting process called budding. And they are two-year-old plants, uh, and they are substantial. Some okay. of them are now grown on their own root and are not quite as much in appearance after their first year. Right. But the budded ones, look they look really, really good. And for the first time in a long time, we haven't had hot, dry Santa Ana winds in the growing areas and in San Diego for the processing, which is so much better for the roses and totally. for those yeah. So now where them.
3: are these roses grown?
2: Central Valley.
3: Is it by Visalia?
2: Or? Um south no I think it's closer to Bakersfield. Okay. They ship them out of the Wasco fulfillment center. <laughs> um and I think most of the growers in California are all in the same general area around Bakersfield. I don't know exactly where but it should they ship them from Wasco. Or at least they used to. When I paid attention to where they were. But not anymore. Yeah. But I'm
3: What we we probably do this every year but what's your handful of favorite roses?
2: You know, your son asked me that yesterday and I no, it wasn't your son. Somebody else asked me that yesterday and I'm not sure there's so many roses that I like. Double Delight is always a favorite. Yeah,
4: I think it's got to be on the list. Yeah.
2: The the color combo, the fragrance, the variation of color depending on temperature. I think that has to be on the list. Um, what about you, Mark?
4: Yeah, I mean Abraham Lincoln. I mean, I know it's... So, Mr. Lincoln.
2: Mr. Lincoln speaking sorry, of uh, speaking Lincoln. of whom, uh, we processed those yesterday, and they were the beefiest roses out of the whole box. Oh, right. And unfortunately, that means more effort <laughs> is required to prune them. So that they, true. Mr. Lincoln, hurt me yesterday. Um, but boy, ibuprofen is my new best friend. Took care of that very well. I also like the secrets out the sport of secret, which is a pink and white rose, and it is all white and it is long stemmed, upright, fragrant, well formed. I really like that rose. Okay,
3: before we go into the rest of the roses, there, yes, sir. Use the term sport. What what is a sport?
2: Hey, sport. You know, it's just an affectionate affectionate term, a term, a term of endearment. Got it. A sport is a new piece of plant growing on an established plant so secret is was a new rose probably 10 years ago pink and white very nice hybrid tea aars winter and somebody's secret rose out there started producing white flowers very similar other characteristics of growth and fragrance and things, but the flower was white. So that is a sport.
3: It's a genetic mutation. It's a genetic sort. mutation. Right.
2: If you knew the answer, why'd you ask?
3: Well, I wanted you to do more on it, and and, and we,
2: now you're calling me names.
3: No, and we, what we see it in, in fruit trees a lot. Yeah. Yes, we do. Such and as the pink lemon, the pink lemonade.
2: Um, oh, the the variegated, the variegated, it, the variegated leaf, pink, lemonade. pink lemonade. Very well it, done. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with the care care pink navel, no. which came from a navel. Yes. In but, the Caracara orchard in Argentina, I believe. Right, so we see um, we see it a lot in plants. Do you know we also see it a lot in camellias, and you get all those different some some flower variations that that we're sporting. That happens a lot in camellias for some reason. Anybody have any guesses? Because I I do I not. Don't.
4: Okay. I don't either.
3: But then back to roses. What? Uh,
2: uh, where was I?
3: Favorites, and so you oh. you named one, but what other what others?
2: I'm trying to because remember I,
3: think, I, I was going to say for me I think it depends on like the moment because there, there might be a a fragrance that I like better than this rose this rose's fragrance but I like the way this one looks, looks more yeah.
4: you
2: know so I, I'm going to ask you to do this find me a a rose that has something pop and I and think it's name? an artsy name something pop or pop something um last year we transferred up, somebody had requested a rose from the, other, Pop Art, Pop Art, okay. uh, from the other store, because we were sold out, and it came up in bloom, and it was a yellow with some pink in it, and fragrant, um, see if Pop Art, if I'm describing the right rose here, and I bought one, because I thought it was outstanding, a really, really, really right,
3: non-clustering grandiflora lush flowers it is a pink with yellow stripes yeah
2: okay i had my i had my you're right my variation on a theme backwards but um so i really like that was a really pretty rose it caught my eye and it was fragrant and it was disease resistant so i had to get one and i thought it was a great rose and there's another one called chantilly cream that i got last year early in the year cuz it looked good and i roses Happy roses? Most of them are pretty good looking roses. There you go.
3: Yeah. That's why I say it depends on what what characteristics you're asking me. If you say what's your most what's your favorite fragrant rose, I might say Mr. Lincoln. But I really like Ebb Tide. I like that the the the, clove of Ebb
2: Tide. It's one of my favorites. Did you just identify the fragrance, Mister? It
3: is I did. It is not a uh, it's not a pretty rose. It's not as as, well, the know. color's nice. The, like color, the, no, the color, no, the color's yeah. gorgeous, but it doesn't. It's not like a tight rose, like a you know the the petals that you would see in a traditional rose.
2: Now, if Mark and I were talking about the color of the rose, you would say, "Well, what color is that?" For those people out there that are unaware, oh, gonna so I'm going to gonna say it to it's you. A,
3: it's a beautiful purple rose.
2: Okay, yeah. we have not processed in Poway Ebtide yet.
3: I know. but I asked the guys when you process Ebtide, let me know because I want to get one. Have we? I have one at you my other house. Roses
4: in yet.
2: The tree roses are there they haven't been put out gotcha. yet because they don't need the as much pruning Correct. initially. Um it was interesting We did to, do Twilight Zone which is Yeah purple. I saw
3: that right yeah. But the guy the, effort, the the process was phenomenal to watch the team yesterday put from start to finish was very it, impressive.
2: It it is was, impressive. It was it was happening. Yeah. It was it was it was, it was we just well, well oiled out. actually yeah. And actually well orchestrated. The pre the prep work that went into making that ready. That uh with all the getting signage, the signs and should, the spaces yeah. in both front and back. It's a lot of work. It, it was a lot of work and we did more there was more prep work done this year. So um it just went out very quickly. It went out yeah. quickly more well, quickly, smoother. and it's gonna be much smoother going forward. Um we are going to shortly take a break. So I'm going to ask Stephen La Mesa to hang on until after the break if you're okay with that. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. (laughs) You are listening to Garden Talk here on AM 1170 KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break and be back right after this.
1: Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 1170 Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman.
2: And welcome back to the last Live garden talk show of 2022. I am David Ross along with Mark Mahadey and George Allman. I I think I promised I would go to the phones and go to Steve and La Mesa when we went to the break. So let me see if I can do this. It's uh oh. I guess I should have found the cursor before we began. There it is. Good morning, Steve. How are you? Hello. Hello. Very good.
5: Yeah. Can you hear me?
2: I can. What would you like to ask us about tea?
5: Yeah. Um, Several times I've been over to the, uh, was it on um, Pacific Highway uh, Nursery there. Uh, once in a while they'll get in uh, the Camellia sinensis, uh, the green tea plant, but it seems like it's real hard to get. Uh, the only place I can find it is like online, and a lot of those plants uh, I've tried to get, they uh, end up kind of petering out. And uh, the ones that you guys carry are are pretty good. I think they come from what? Uh, Monrovia.
4: I yeah, I don't think they grow that one. But
2: there's a have. couple of other suppliers that we get the sinensis from. Uh, one of them, off the top uh-huh. of my head, I'm pretty sure is Suncrest. We we get the yes the what's the uh, one with the catchy name? It has a catchy tea name to uh, it. Tea a, breeze. It's, a,
3: it's Camellia sinensis T breeze is the cultivar.
2: That's the yeah. one. It is not the. Yep. The greatest-looking No, it's not. Looking plant here. Yeah, it always looks like it burns. Well,
3: like- it burns from the salts yeah, in the water, exactly. obviously, and it needs to be treated like a camellia when you're growing it. So slightly acidic soil, it needs a little bit of filtered light, but they grow well, and they do very well in containers, particularly if you use um, non-city water. Ah, yeah. okay. And it's not just green tea, by the way. That's all tea comes from that plant. Black tea, oolong, they, green tea comes from the same right. plant, just how it's processed.
5: Uh, do you guys special order it, or uh, it comes in once in a while?
2: Both. Uh, what I would do, we usually bring it into both stores when it's available, but what I would do is get your name on the list. um, at Walter Anderson Nursery, thirty six forty two Enterprise Street in San Diego, nine two one one zero, just south of Old Town. Um, I'm sure they have a special order list or a special request list that you can get onto for when it is available. Uh, we have a similar but separate list in Poway that we do the same thing.
3: And I can tell you that we are a little. Uh-huh. It has been a little difficult to get lately because we have not had a, had any in Poway either, and people are looking for it. So yes. we're trying to get them in.
4: Not not too many of the
3: growers.
5: Oh, so grow. it,
4: it is still popular. Oh yeah,
3: very much so. And it actually oh, okay. it has a pretty flower. It's much smaller, but I actually like the flower on that plant. Tiny little white ah. flower with bright yellow yellow stamens sticking out.
5: Oh, and and uh, one other uh, plant is the carob tree. I I think years ago it used to be real popular here, and now. You, it, you can't even find it.
2: Absolutely correct. It was one of the staple trees way back when, back in the good old days. Yes. And we always had right. it in stock, and there are very few growers that are growing it now, so it is rarely in stock. If you can find a tree, they grow very easily from seed, and there's usually plenty of seed under the carob trees. And I, I would uh, recommend just trying to find some and start your own. We could put you on the list uh uh-huh. a special order list for that, but it has been much harder to find and much less available.
5: Ah, okay. Yeah, because I tried some online uh nurseries and they're out of stock, so it's kinda kinda tough. Yeah, I'll try to see if I can find something around here in San Diego.
2: If if not, right outside of uh one of the museums in Tunis I remember <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot of carob trees and, and you know if you could go over there and pick up some seeds you'd have to declare them and import them properly but that that would always be available That's option to you. Two. Yes. Yes. It
4: might be expensive
3: Yeah, but... yeah, you, you yeah. may be like David said there where you can find them they will be loaded with seed pods all over the ground and you can probably, you know, easily harvest a few of those.
2: You can re-corner the carob tree market. market.
5: Huh. <laughs> hey, I might be able to make a million bucks on this. Yeah, that. That is correct. The price.
2: <laughs> That's right. Mr. Mr. Valentine, Valentine has, has, set <laughs> has set the price. There's our Chris uh, yeah, trading, trading Places, places reference. Yeah. All righty, Steve. Thanks for the call. Good yeah. luck finding your All carob right. trees.
5: All right. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, guys. Merry Christmas Thank to you. you. Same. Thank
2: you. Bye-bye. That no, was very
4: nice. It
3: yeah. was nice.
4: It is, But it is funny that carob trees, they were hugely popular.
2: And it was something we always had in always. stock in five-gallon and one-gallon five one yeah. at both stores. Right. And,
4: and they, It's just like, like many things. It's cyclical. They'll come and they'll go. and
2: You know, when Ken has talked to us about things that have come and gone a couple of times in the past, right. I don't recall no. carob trees being on that list, but it sure. certainly belongs on
4: absolutely there. absolutely
3: does, yeah. Were they popular so people could take the... Seeds to make for, carob powder? For, for carob, and
2: <laughs> yeah. just because it is a very heat-tolerant, yeah. drought-tolerant, easy-to-grow tree. And it smells Correct. like chocolate when and you're it underneath like it? It smells like chocolate, And it ha- but it's a messy tree, and it, it has yeah. an aggressive root system. There's all sorts of reasons not to grow it.
3: Right. But if you want an alternative to chocolate, there's a reason to grow it. Correct. Yes. Okay.
2: Okay. Now, can we go back to Roses? We certainly may. Um, If you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. Before we do that, you know you were complaining about the TVs not being on before. I just saw Brian Bowersock up there. So there is a reason to not have the TVs be on. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'm sorry. Let's go back to Roses.
3: Oh, you're killing me. Okay. Smalls. So another rose that you like.
2: Yeah. Okay, you ready to hear the the story? Well, sentimental. Uh, um, brandy, the rose brandy, mm-hmm. and the reason is she's a fine girl. Yes, she is. She's a fine girl. Fine. What a great wife <laughs> she, she would in. be. Sorry, um, you started it. Yeah. Uh, I was working at Nurseryland in Spring Valley, and it must have been christmas of 1983 i got my mom the the th- th- new roses that year brandy new day and french lace
3: i have a french lace
2: it's a great rose it's and it we it's rose. harder it's hard to find now yeah you, you don't find it out there so those roses stick in my mind especially sure. brandy
3: sure that makes but, sense but
2: yeah. uh and that's the one that survived at her house the longest <laughs> the other the new day went first and uh, french lace second but those are good roses
3: Wow, I like Red Intuition.
2: That is a spectacular rose, but you can't talk about Red Intuition because nobody's going to be able to find one. Really? Yes.
3: Okay, I won't talk about it then. Don't mention it. I'm done.
2: I I found my original invoice from when I bought those 10 years ago, 15 years ago, however long ago it was. And I remember the gentleman was hesitant to sell them to me because he thought I was going to propagate them and put him out of business. no. I'm not a good propagator, like as you it. all know, um, but uh, it's such a beautiful, you're going to have to describe it in a minute, but it came from For the Love of Roses, and I believe they were in Louisiana. If you want to look up For the Love of Roses, I don't know if they're still in business or not, but uh, we were doing the rose shows at the nursery, and rose growers were getting rose varieties from different people, including For the Love of Roses, that we didn't get in general mainstream but red intuition and there's another intuition is a what would you call it striped i would say striped it's it's a a
3: red it's it's red with kind of lacy darker red stripes on it it,
2: and it's a it is a really attractive rose and i do have one um I croaked the first one, and somebody may have propagated one for me. Subsequently, I won't name names. Uh, Does For the Love of Roses still come up? No,
3: there's a For the Love of Roses uh, rose paper custom stationery in Colorado, but nothing that I see for
2: It's very sad. But if you want a red intuition, talk to – we have one. I think it's blooming at the nursery right now. It's not for sale. It's our plant. Uh, but it was one of the rose growers' choices. So that is a nice rose.
3: It's very pretty. And, and, you know, one for me, another one is Sally Holmes, that when I first saw it as an individual plant, I didn't care for it very much. But when Capri and I went to the Barona garden, the rose garden there at the casino, it, they have it just covering all of the trellises down the center walkway, and it is spectacular. It's a beautiful and I, and I, rose. And I really do like it far more than when I first saw it.
2: And... Those were processed and put out yesterday. So at Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway, at 12755 Danielson Court in Poway, California...
3: 92064.
2: There are Sally Holmes roses on the floor. Hmm. You might... Do I you might have, have to one? stop... By, no, we don't. Do you have an arch to put it if over? I have a
3: spot where we're putting an arch. It's just not up yet.
2: Well, plant the rose first. If you plant it, the arch will come. The arch will come. Yes. Um, that's... I had forgotten... And I didn't forget about the Barona Indian Reservation Rose Garden, but I wonder who's doing all the pruning right now. Yeah, good point. It's a lot of work. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. Um, have you started pruning your roses, either of you?
4: No, I was thinking about doing it We're well, not for the. Thinking about it for the last couple
3: weeks, I I I, I've been thinking. I haven't. I've pruned my fruit trees, or uh, we haven't touched the roses yet. Some of them are forming hips right now, and they look quite nice with the (laughs) hips on it. But the others, I we have some that got beat up by chili thrips and a couple other things, so they need to be pruned just because they look so sickly.
4: Yeah, I
2: have a few of those.
3: Any day now, I'm going to get out there. Wait till
2: wait till after the winter. Solstice. It's wait,
3: Which is Wednesday, right? Yes, wait until okay. after the so day Wednesday is one night, second longer. I'll have plenty of time after work. That's what the guy <laughs> on
2: the radio said. Yeah. I'll have
4: plenty
3: of time.
2: Okay. I've done what Mark's done. I've thought about it. Yeah, and I and as, have as
4: have roses I. that are flowering. Gabrielle just wouldn't cut some the other day. So, I mean, like you said, I said, roses
2: st- in San Diego are... They don't know. No, they don't know. And they just, you have to let them...
3: You have to make them rest. You have right. to let them be them. It's true. <laughs> No? I agree with you.
2: Okay. What else do you want to say about roses?
3: Well, is it... One of the things you say is once you prune, they're going to start pushing growth, correct? correct? Yes. So if you live in an area where there's a lot of frost or potential for frost, is that a problem?
2: No. Okay. Uh, If there's a potential for freeze, that might be a problem. But the the cold that we get and the frost we get generally isn't going to affect new Mm -hmm. rose growth. It would have to be a... More freeze. It'd be have to be a freeze, not a frost. So
3: then, why not cut right now?
2: Because they're not going to start growing right now, and they're going to grow more slowly and with less vigor right now. And what else do I recommend you do at cutting time, George?
3: Spray and feed.
2: And so, and I don't want to feed them right now. Right. Hence, therefore, comma.
3: Therefore, that's
2: mid to late January.
3: I'm I'm on board with that.
2: Mark Mahady, are you on board with that?
3: Totally fine with that. Okay. Plus, it allows me to get other things done, right? As opposed to focusing on the roses.
2: So you're using me as an excuse? Absolutely. I was going to.
3: I know they look horrible. I was going to go out and cut them, but the guy on the radio said not to do it till January. I think that's that's that works well.
2: Mid to late. Mid to late. Giving you extra time time here
3: to slack
4: off. Okay, I like it. Let the days get a little longer.
2: Yes, I see. If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. We're going to take our last break, break, break and be back right after this. With a very sentimental George, David, and Mark. Ken is off today. You are listening to Garden Talk <laughs> on AM 1170. Um, you asked a interesting question in the break.
3: Shall I ask it again? Why yes. don't you? So it we, makes. We just discussed the roses, and one of the comments you said was not to— we, the reason we don't want to prune right now and feed is we don't want to push any growth. And if we're going to feed them in January anyway when we prune them. But we just put all of our roses that we talked about earlier in the into show— Into one we, basket. Into a— pot that was quality soil with fertilizer, and we pruned them.
2: You are correct.
3: So why can we do that, but we shouldn't do it to our roses Two in reasons.
2: The One, because we have to, and two, because those roses are truly dormant, and they have been shut down properly um, in climate and in treatment, so they're in the proper Resting sequence. period? Yes. Right. Yes, they've already had it. I figured and
3: someone's going to come in and ask that question, so I thought it would... I doubt it.
2: Yeah. I, I would only picture you asking the question, which, of course, you did. <laughs> um, let us... We have a couple of calls here. Let us go down to Alan and Trul- Oh, my cursor. Here, little cursor, cursor. Here, little cursor. There he is. Alan, good morning. Good morning, guys.
6: Um... Hey, I, I have a question about uh, uh, weed killers, uh, bro- uh, specifically broadleaf weed killers. I've heard Ken talk about uh, those. He said he likes to go around and spray broadleaf weeds in his lawn. And is there something that, that won't affect the lawn that you could do on, on broadleaf weeds?
2: Yes, there's many different broadleaf weed killers out there. Uh, the big difference in in them is ones you can use on Bermuda and ones you shouldn't use on Bermuda. Um and in ones, all of them, none of them, you want to get on any surrounding
6: foliage, plants Desirable with,
2: plants. with uh, broad leaves.
6: What, what are uh, some that are good for uh, on Bermuda? Or I have uh, somewhat of a, a zoysia lawn in my front yard, and Bermuda in the back.
2: So the zoysia and the Bermuda, they're. On the label, at least in Poway, it says do not use on Bermuda lawns. You want to make sure you check the label of your broadleaf weed killer to make sure it is usable on uh, Bermuda or Zoysia. Bayer makes one that you can. uh, Ortho makes one that you can, and it also makes one that you can't. But I, I don't have the names of those off the top of my head of which one is not for Bermuda, but make sure you check the label before you do it.
6: Or would it be a good idea just to go to the customer service desk and, and talk to those guys?
2: Yes, yeah, at either, at either store. That would be perfect.
6: Okay. I've got another uh, question. It's kind of a puzzle, something I've noticed. This time of year, uh, it seems like it gets dark, and it's just dark, dark. Um, but when you get up in the morning, like now, uh, you know, since you guys have been on the air, you can see the sun come up. Uh, it's... Is it just is it a psychological thing that uh, it, it seems like it's getting light earlier than getting dark earlier? Have you guys noticed that? I
2: uh, Well, it has been getting darker earlier, and we went off of daylight savings time back to standard time, which lightens it up, darkens it more in the afternoon and lightens it more in the morning. So, yeah, I have noticed that, but...
3: But I mean, it's cyclic.
2: And hopefully yeah. hopefully soon we will end that and just go back to standard time and move on with our lives. Yeah, you know, hopefully. You know, just
6: stay on daylight savings time.
2: One or the other, I'm okay yeah. with. Let's just anyway, pick I, one. My,
6: Let's... my take on, on this thing may be kind of a psychological thing where we want light. We want more daylight. And when you get up in the morning, it just feels so good. You know, the neighborhoods are quiet and everything, and sun's coming up, it's it's like a, a psychological thing just uh, within ourselves.
2: Yeah. yeah, it might be, but Absolutely. I look at the group around my at the table here, and we're all looking down at the ground and we're not happy that it's light out. So, But maybe that's because we're inside.
3: Yeah. I'm happy that it's light. I love mornings. I love exactly. getting up in the morning, having coffee and as the sun's coming up.
2: Okay. Yeah. I oh, stand yeah. corrected. So <laughs> just Mark and I are looking down at the ground. All right. All righty. Okay, Alan, thanks, thanks, thanks for the for call. Right. Have a All very thanks. good Christmas, and we'll be back with you next year. Thanks for thanks for the call. Uh, now we have a call from John at someplace called the Botanical Garden. Does that? Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning.
7: Well, a shameless plug first, and that is that we are going to do the first class of the year at Poway about fruit trees on January 7th which I'm really looking forward to do.
3: As are we.
2: As, are, M- as then, our was were, as are we.
3: As
7: are we. Okay,
2: what's your favorite rose Or ziz? Uh, You know
7: uh, my top 5. I would definitely put Double Delight as probably number 1. That is such a great rose for so many reasons. Uh, Peace is another one that is a classic that's so good, fragrant, light, nice big rose. Uh, there's one called Pink Knockout that is a nice landscape rose. Blooms crazily through the year. It doesn't stop. And very nice fragrance, good color. Uh, there's one called Pink Drift for another landscape rose that has an incredible fragrance and it grows like a weed. Uh, really nice in a landscape. I did a big planting in Rancho Santa Fe of that one and it's stunning. Um, and then... Any rose with David Austin on it.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: Oh, you just touched Capri's, Capri's heart. heart.
7: <laughs> yeah, I love David Austin roses and so many of those that used to be around are no longer around. They're almost collector's items.
2: Oh, maybe we could start a rose trade and yeah, drive up the prices cool. on them.
7: But I want to wish you guys all a uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and I'll see you on January 7th.
2: Thank you very much, John. Yeah, take Same care, to John.
3: You. Back at you.
2: That's uh, a good list. And we did get confirmation last week that we will be getting in David Austin Roses, I think, uh, seven or eight different varieties in quantity. Um, I'll have, We'll have that list on the website later in the week. And there is one more rose bush that we have to uh, is Cecil Bruner, the Polyantha oh, Cecil yes, Bruner, yes, yeah. great, yeah. fragrant, disease resistant, perfect rose. And one we can't get anymore. That's one of the things that has come and gone by the wayside. Wow! All right, I'm going to ask you guys for final thoughts in a minute because I'm ready. Okay, go
3: before we close out for the year. You know, one of the things that I love about this job is meeting people with a passion for plants and gardening and such. Like and, Mark and, and me. Well. Maybe. Uh, like People like John and some of our callers. Like today, Steve, you said that was nice when Steve was done, right? But we have John and Alan and Fran that calls and then Vito and people that come into the... Does it it warm your heart? It 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 is is. a great place to work. And most people that come in are just genuinely happy to be there. And it's fun and it makes work. work, It doesn't make it work. It's rewarding to go in. Right.
4: You're so right, George. You're
3: so right. And that's my final thought.
2: That's good. I think we're just going to let it go there.